Pray with me, please. Give me Jesus, Lord. Give me Jesus. You can have all the rest. Just give me Jesus. Amen. I suspect that most of us here are familiar with the old campfire song that goes like this. Pack up your troubles in your old kit bag and smile, smile, smile. But I wonder if you know that the man who wrote that song died by taking his own life. You see, when it came to dealing with the tough times in life, it was not enough for him just to smile, smile, smile. Today we have sung the hymn, This is my Father's world. I rest me in the thought of rocks and trees and skies and seas, His hands the wonders wrought. But I wonder if you know that the man who wrote that hymn also died a suicide. You see, when it came to dealing with the difficult issues of life, it wasn't enough for him to simply look at the wonders of the world and remember that the Heavenly Father had created them all. So here's the problem. All of us, yes, all of us, have a tough time dealing with the tough times in life. All of us have difficulty dealing with difficulty in life. All of us have a hard time confronting the disappointing, discouraging, depressing, defeating circumstances which sometimes come our way. Well, that's what I want to talk about today. And I want to talk about it in terms of the experience of David, uh, an experience we read about in 1 Samuel chapter 21. You see, at this point in his life, David was confronting a terribly difficult problem. The man he had believed to be his friend, King Saul, had instead turned out to be his bitter enemy. In fact, King Saul had declared David to be a traitor. He had put a price on David's head. And as a result, people who once had applauded David now were hunting for him in order to kill him. And so David quite literally ran for his life. Now, in his haste to escape, he did not take the time to amass sufficient weapons, supplies, and food. And so it was in his fleeing that he came to the city of Nob. There he encountered an old priest named Ahimelech. Now David knew that if Ahimelech understood the actual circumstances, that is, that David was running away from King Saul that Ahimelech would have reported that to the authorities. And so David resorted to trickery. David said to Ahimelech that he was actually engaged in doing the king's business. And then he went on to say to the old priest, "'Have you any food here? Have you a spear or a sword?' At that point, Ahimelech replied, I have only the sword of Goliath, the Philistine whom you killed. 
That sword is hidden away. But if you want it, you can have it. David immediately said, there is none like it. Give me the sword. Now I want to take those words of David, there is none like it, give me the sword. And I want to draw from those words three principles which I believe may help us all in dealing with the difficult, disappointing, discouraging, defeating times in life. The first principle is this. We can always find some profit in every problem. You see that very clearly in the experience of David. When David said to Ahimelech, there is none like it, give me that sword, he was asking for the sword of Goliath. And do you understand what that meant? He was taking a sword which originally was meant to do him harm, and he was transforming it into something which would help him. David was taking a negative and transforming it into a positive. That's what it means, I think, to find some profit in our problems. In fact, I would be willing to suggest today that every experience we encounter in life is rather like a sword. It has two ends. One end is the blade. It's sharp. It can hurt. It can wound. It can kill. But the other end is the handle, the grip, the hilt of the sword. And it can be used in a positive way. And therefore, you see, in any problem or difficulty we encounter in life, we can work to find out where the positive end of that problem is. We can then grip that positive end and transform something which might have hurt us into something which might help us. To illustrate the point, I would like to call your attention to the great statue of David carved by the master artist Michelangelo. Now you will know that that statue stands to this day in the city of Florence in Italy. But you may not know the story behind that statue. Fifty years before Michelangelo carved that statue, the citizens of Florence banded together and they commissioned an unknown sculptor to carve a statue of David. And they then proceeded to secure an immense block of the finest Carrera marble for that sculptor to use. The problem was uh, that this sculptor did nothing with that immense block of marble except proceed almost to ruin it. He hacked at it, he chiseled at it, he hammered at it, but he produced nothing beautiful. Finally gave up. And for the next 50 years, 
that great block of marble, scarred and marred almost beyond redemption, stood in the city of Florence. The citizens of Florence jokingly referred to it as the ugly giant. And so it was in 1501 that the people of Florence commissioned Michelangelo to carve a statue of David. Now this great block of marble had stood untouched, unused for 50 years. And yet Michelangelo said, give me the sword. And he then proceeded out of that desperately damaged block of marble with two years of arduous labor, he proceeded to turn a negative into a positive and he wound up producing one of his greatest masterpieces, the Statue of David. Michelangelo transformed a negative into a positive. That's the principle. Now, mind you, please, this is not some cheap little pep talk that I'm giving you today. Not at all. What I'm talking about here is absolutely basic to the Christian experience. Certainly it was basic to the experience of Jesus. Look at Calvary as the clearest example. Jesus took the monstrous negative of Calvary's cross and transformed it into the glorious positive of redeeming the people of the world, including you and me. You see, the good news of the gospel is this. You and I can do the same thing in life. We can take those things which might hurt us and we can turn them into things which will help us. What David did with the sword, what Michelangelo did with the stone, what Jesus did with the cross, you and I can do with every problem or difficulty we encounter along our life's way. We can transform negatives into positives. We can always find some profit in every problem. That's the first principle. The second principle is the tougher the problem we face, the tougher we become in facing it. Once again, we see that in the experience of David. David said to Ahimelech, have you a sword? Ahimelech said, I have only the sword of Goliath. David said, there is none like it. Give me the sword. Now, when David said there is none like it, he was referring to the enormous size of the sword of Goliath. The Bible tells us that the weapons Goliath had used all were enormous in size. And so, you see, David was thinking to himself, 
If I can somehow learn to handle a sword as large as the sword of Goliath, then every other weapon will seem as nothing when compared to it. David understood that the greater the problem we face, the greater the benefit we gain from facing it. The tougher the problem, the tougher we become in dealing with it. Think again of Michelangelo. Michelangelo is indeed regarded as the greatest artist of all time. On any number of occasions, he was asked to what to attribute his mammoth skill. His answer was always the same. He said, I have spent my life dealing with the hardest material, stone, and dealing with the most difficult form of art, sculpture. He's absolutely right. Sculpture is the most difficult art form. You see, in every other form of art, in the creation of the artistic work, you add something to what you are doing. And if you add something to what you are doing, if you make a mistake, you can always remove it. But in sculpture, you take something away. And if you make a mistake, you cannot put it back. That's why sculpture is indeed the most difficult of all the art forms. And so Michelangelo said, because for all of my life I have been dealing with that which is difficult, I have been able to create that which is beautiful. That's the way it is. That's the way life works. The tougher the problem we face, the tougher we become in facing it. In other words, big problems make big people. We need to be remembering that. Whenever we encounter the difficult, discouraging, disappointing, depressing, defeating circumstances along our life's way. The third principle is what we use in life, we do not lose. Once again, we see it clearly in this experience of David. Quite obviously, David was ready and wide open to use anything that he could manage to encounter along his life's way. He said to Ahimelech, have you any food? Have you a sword? He was ready to use whatever he could find in his onward march through life. That's an important principle to grasp. To be ready always to use whatever you possess or whatever you encounter along your life's way in order to further your journey onward in life. For what you use, you do not lose. David understood that. And that's why he was so wide open to find anything he could 
in order to move ahead. You see, he could move with positive purpose in life, even in the face of colossal difficulty and problems. And he could do it, why? Because David had confidence in himself. And why did he have confidence in himself? Because he had confidence in God. He believed that he was a child of God that he was directed by God through life, that he was moving within the will of God. And so, therefore, he was ready to use anything that would move him onward in his journey through life. What you use, you do not lose. Think once more of Michelangelo. You see, every time Michelangelo would take the chisel and strike it with a hammer, he would chip away stone. And he knew that that stone could not be replaced. And so every blow of the hammer was a risk. But you know what? Michelangelo actually carved with a three-bladed chisel so that he could make three cuts with every single blow of the hammer. Now, where did he get the courage to cut like that? He said it himself. He said, I understand that the gift I have was given to me by God. And I understand further that I am called by God to use that gift to the uttermost. He understood that what you use in life, you do not lose. And so he used the gift that God had given him, and as a result, that gift was developed to the fullest possible potential. And Michelangelo wound up being regarded as the master artist of the ages. That was the secret of his genius. And that is a great principle in life. What you use in life, you do not lose. Now, you see, we are, we are not to be hoarding our individual capacities in life, whatever they may be. For example, if we were to say, oh, you know, I, I, I'm not going to use my muscles anymore so that I can save them for some time when I will really need them. If we were to say that, well, the result is that when we got to the time where we really needed the muscles, we would discover that we had no muscles to use. What we do not use in life, we lose. That's the great principle that I want to carve into your consciousness today. William Faulkner, back in the 1950s, was awarded the Nobel Prize for Literature. In his acceptance speech, widely regarded by many as one of the most magnificent addresses ever delivered, among other things, William Faulkner said this, listen, Man shall not only endure, he shall prevail. For he is immortal, not because he alone among the creatures has an inexhaustible voice, but because he has a soul, a spirit, capable 
of compassion, sacrifice, and endurance. Now, I would never pretend to understand all that William Faulkner meant by those words, but I will tell you what they mean to me. What they mean to me is that we, you and I, we have been made by God. We have been redeemed by God. We are directed by God through this life and even beyond it. We are commanded by God to use every gift and every opportunity He sets before us along our life's way. We are called by God to build our lives upon the solid rock of Jesus Christ. For by so doing, we shall not only endure in the midst of all of the problems and the difficulties we face in life, but by His power, we shall prevail over them. The words of the hymn are true. His oath, His covenant, His blood, support me in the whelming flood. When all around my soul gives way, he then is all my hope and stay. Three principles. Number one, we can always find some profit in every problem. Number two, the tougher the problem we face, the tougher we become in facing it. Number three, what we use in life, we do not lose. Dear friends, commit your life to Jesus Christ. Build your life upon the solid rock of Jesus Christ and employ those principles in your everyday living. And I promise you, in your life, you will not know the agony of defeat, not ultimately, no. Instead, you will know in Christ the thrill of victory. Amen and amen.